0: Welcome to the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and who are leading their kids to do the same. Welcome back to the show, mama. I am glad you're here because I have a really important question for you today. Does the food you eat really affect your health? That's the question for today. That's the question we are talking about. And here's the thing. I don't know if people are in denial or if they simply just don't want to know how much food really does affect them, but I will tell you right now, up front, yes food, in fact, does affect your health. And I will add in very dramatic ways. And the thing is, it is our roles as moms to teach our children, to lead them in creating healthy habits, to help them understand the relationship, the connection between the foods they eat and the health of their body the connection between the foods they eat and how they feel. So this is my little message to you, mamas, my encouragement to you to keep on leading your family in healthy habits, because it will have a lifetime of repercussions and even generational repercussions. And one of the things, one of the biggest things for us is to understand that the way that we are feeling, is not the way that we ought to be feeling. And what I'm talking about is like as typical Americans, the way that we are used to feeling and living our day-to-day lives is most typically not the way that we ought to be feeling because we are eating the standard American diet, right? And the thing is, I didn't realize that I wasn't supposed to be feeling bloated and gassy and uncomfortable all the time. And listen, indigestion, bloating, cramping, you name it, all of these things are so common in the general American public, and it's just not supposed to be part of the normal everyday human experience. And until we step back and get out of that and eat differently and experience differently, we're not going to know that otherwise. And it's due to a lot of things, but one of the biggest culprits is the foods that we are eating. So if we can teach our kids while they are young, that there is in fact a direct relationship between what we eat and how we feel and our overall health, then they will be better off for the long haul. So that's why I'm doing this episode today. That is what we are talking about today. So here's something to think about. One of the main issues is that many diseases and illnesses are growing in our bodies, in our children's bodies. But the thing is they take a long time to come to the surface, right? So it may appear that our kids or even ourselves are perfectly healthy, right? But it is simply taking a while. Uh, many years possibly for the illness or disease to fully develop and rear its ugly head. And many of these sicknesses are actually hard to catch early on, which is why it is so very important to be preventative. And one of the main ways that you can be preventative is by creating healthy eating habits early on. And that is obviously the focus of this episode is talking about the eating, the eating habits. So I want to share just a few statistics with you that will help you get a feel for what I'm talking about. Okay. The first is that United States ranks ninth in life expectancy among nations in the developed world. Okay. It's a little bit startling. Um, And the second thing I wanted to share is that 78% of healthcare expenditures are for the treatment of chronic disease. That's a staggering number. 78% of healthcare expenditures are for the treatment of chronic disease. So have you ever noticed that those who have had cancer and beaten it have changed many of their former habits, right? It's a, a natural thing that you would imagine happens and that we see happen. But here's my question for you. What if we don't wait until we have cancer or have an illness to change our habits? What if we incorporate those good habits now, prior to getting sick, so that? we do all that we can to just not get sick in the first place or help ourselves in that process to lessen the probability of getting sick. And here's the thing. Listen to this. Here's another statistic. Diet is partly responsible for 30 to 40% of all cancer, according to breastcancer.org. However, nutrition alone cannot cause or cure cancer. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this is a part of the puzzle, but a very big part of the puzzle. So diet is partly responsible for 30 to 40% of all cancer. Okay. I feel like that's something that is not talked about enough or not realized enough. So I want to bring that to the forefront and have you understand the connection there. And then also a high fiber diet that is low in meat and fats reduces your risk for some types of cancers, especially colorectal cancer. So in talking about cancers and talking about illnesses and diseases, diet plays a very big part in that. And the thing is, I think part of our issue is the way we view things as a society. People seem to understand, and maybe your experiences are different, but nod your head along with me. Let me know if you you have had the same experience, but I feel like people seem to understand your habits if you are a cancer survivor or have an illness, but seem to have a harder time understanding the concept of just simply choosing to make healthy choices for the sake of living a healthy lifestyle, right? It seems more permissible um, in one case than not the other. It's like the reason for being healthy and making healthy choices is more understandable if you have already been through something or already have an illness, as opposed to simply choosing to live a healthy lifestyle in order to avoid those illnesses or try to mitigate them as much as possible. And I think part of the problem is that we don't truly believe or maybe just understand That living a healthy lifestyle and choosing to eat a certain way does in fact help to avoid many illnesses. And I don't think that's understood enough. And so let's be a part, you and me, let's be a part of changing that mindset. Let's adopt a mindset of healthy preventative living and encourage those around us to do the same. So we want to talk about preventative living. Also, let's think about what we eat. The fact that it has a direct relationship to our mood. Mood, Food affects our bodies in many ways and one is impacting our mood. Think about yourself, think about your children. Okay. So Dr. Fernandez Turner tells us that the link between diet and emotions stems from the close relationship between your brain and your gastrointestinal tract, which is often called the second brain. I don't know if you've ever heard that term before, but that our gut being called the second brain. And she continues, when you stick to a diet of nutrient rich foods, you're setting yourself up for fewer mood swings and an improved ability to focus. Studies have found that clean diets consisting of mainly whole unprocessed foods can help with symptoms of depression and anxiety. So let's think about that with our children. Do you have young children? Do you have teenagers? You know, you hear moody teenagers, preteens, all of these things. The effect that food has on them cannot be overstated. This is something that we have talked about so many times on this podcast. And if this is your first time listening, wonderful. I am so glad you are here. Go back and check out other episodes. And it's something I really want you to, as a mom, to be aware of for yourself and for your kids our guts are key to our overall health. It feels as though there is more and more research like coming out about this every day, I feel like. So I want to encourage you to really start paying attention to it and start making changes in your family and start making decisions with this in mind. I encourage you to go do your own research, but I know the reality is that we don't have a lot of time to do that. So that is why I have this podcast. So you can listen to this. And this is the research I have done. Listen to my experiences to Be able to help you to start helping you make different decisions and make decisions for the better for healthy decisions for yourself and for your family. And the thing is that gut health, it is critical to our children's overall health and gut health is heavily affected by what we eat. So be thinking about what you are feeding your kids what is in the house? What are you buying at the grocery store? Because it is affecting your child's health. And here's the thing. And this thing, I want you to listen to it take great encouragement in this. It doesn't take long to start making a change for the better. Studies show that changes can happen very quickly, actually in as little as three days. So just imagine what can happen to your gut microbiome as you continue to feed it good things. But remember the opposite is true too. So as we feed it bad things, it continues to multiply the bad bacteria. So we want to give it good fiber, give it fruits and vegetables and, and and a good combination of foods and and really be good to our gut so that is one thing to think about the effect that the food is having on our bodies on our children's bodies another thing let's talk about mind health our brains Eating well and choosing healthy options is critical for our brain development and our brain functions throughout our lives. As we age and have aging parents, we often think about dementia, right? And how to prevent it. So here's the answer um, that neurologist, neurologist, Dr. David Lips gives regarding preventing dementia. Dr. Lips says, healthy eating is essential for memory, mood, and focus. The brain uses more than 20% of our caloric needs. So research studies have found that processes that happen inside of our bodies that lead to Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia begin years before noticeable symptoms begin to appear. Okay. So let me repeat that way. It says research studies have found that processes that happen inside of our bodies that lead to Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia begin years before noticeable symptoms begin to appear. These processes include chronic inflammation of brain cells and blood vessels when our bodies break down unhealthy foods. Unfortunately, here's the thing, many foods commonly consumed in the American diet contain processed grains, high levels of refined sugars, salt, processed oils and fats, chemical additives, and preservatives many of which are harmful to both our brain and our body end quote so that is from a neurologist okay so there is more reason to choose the healthy option to create those healthy habits for our brain health as well. Okay. And then I just want to give you just a, a few facts, a few practical pieces of information on top of all of those to share with you as we wrap up this conversation. So just a couple things to keep in mind. One is that dietary fiber can reduce your blood cholesterol levels. Fiber binds with cholesterol particles in your digestive tract, then carries these particles out of your body before the cholesterol has a chance to enter your bloodstream. And we actually did a whole episode on cholesterol as well. But I wanted to mention that the importance of dietary fiber, dietary fiber cannot be overestimated. Like you need it in your body for a million reasons, and that's one of them, okay? Okay. The second thing I wanted to share with you is drinking sugary beverages increases your risk of obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and gout, according to Harvard School of Public Health, okay? So just get rid of the sugary drinks, all right? And then the third thing I wanted to share is that 3,500 calories equals about one pound of fat. So in other words, you will gain one pound if you take in 3,500 more calories than you burn. Okay. So I wanted to share those few things with you to add on to what we have been talking about, the effects of food having on our bodies and our overall health. So I hope I have made the case for the profound effect that food has on our bodies. It affects our brain health. It affects our gut health. It affects our mood. It affects our propensity for disease and illness, and it affects our overall health. So if you have any questions or want to dive deeper on a particular part of this, please let me know, reach out to me on Instagram. My link is in the show notes. I'm at Jenny Hardy on Instagram. It's very easy to find me. Um, But I would love to hear your questions or if there's a particular thing that you want me to go deeper on and, and do more research on, because again, you don't have the time to do it. I'll do it for you and I'll report on it. Definitely let me know. I am happy to do that. I am diving a little deeper on fast food, and its effects on our bodies in the next episode. So definitely stay tuned for that one. Um, Definitely check that out. And then if you haven't listened to past episodes, definitely go back and check them out because there are definitely other episodes that are helpful in this regard of understanding that connection of specific foods, specific uh, ingredients and additives and different things that are in our foods and what effect they have on our bodies. So definitely check those out. And I hope this was helpful. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.